Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson from Unpacking It Ministries. I hope you're doing great today. Really appreciate you checking out the podcast, and I hope that you're a regular listener. Uh, If you're not, I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or whatever podcast player you enjoy. Uh, You can also visit our website, unpackingit.com, and you can check out all of our other content. And also, if you live in the Charlotte area, we've got a lot of events going on. Uh, This Saturday, we've got our Super Saturday Man Breakfast, uh, where I'll be interviewing a panel of former NFL players, Leon Washington, Ravel Martin, Pete Metzelars, and Steve Justice. And so we'll be be talking faith, sports, and life uh, with them, uh, football and Super Bowl. So it'll be awesome and and psyched about that. Uh, You can always email me, Bryce at unpackingit.com, Bryce at unpackingit.com, and and always love to hear from you. Uh, But today on the show, we've got a a great interview with Chris Maragos from the Philadelphia Eagles, who's actually on injured reserve. But it was great to talk with him because – his perspective on this team and and his role on this team, even though he's injured, uh, was cool to hear. And, and a couple weeks ago, we talked to Matt Overton, uh, who was in a similar situation with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, and he offered some great insight. And so I think you'll really enjoy hearing from Chris today. He's been on our show multiple times over the years, and, and so it's always great to catch up with him. And, and stick around. At the end of the show, I'll, I'll have one takeaway from the conversation that, that I want to share with you. And, and so right now, let's jump right in. Our guest today is a safety and special teams ace for the Philadelphia Eagles. Before joining the Eagles, he was a member of the Seattle Seahawks from 2011 to 2013, where he won a Super Bowl. He's a husband and a father of three. I'm excited to welcome Chris Maragos back on Unpacking It to talk about the upcoming Super Bowl, faith, and life. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Uh, uh, it's good to be here, Bryce. Appreciate you having me on. Man, we're, we're psyched to catch up with you, and, and I know it's a, it's a wild time for, for you and the Eagles as, as you guys prepare for, for Super Bowl week. But, but what has it been like just kind of for the team as you guys have realized, man, we're going to the Super Bowl? Oh, you know, it's, it's exciting. You know, I mean, these are exciting times, you know, for the city of Philadelphia. The last time they were in the Super Bowl was 2004. And so, you know, you know, to have this type of opportunity to go play, and to have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl is, is just really exciting for everybody. And everybody's really pumped up for the opportunity. And, and then, of course, uh, we talked right before we came on. This is a big week for preparation. And, and you've been a part of the the Super Bowl planning when you were with Seattle. So what did you learn from that first time around that maybe you're implementing this time and, and even giving advice to the guys just from preparation standpoint? Yeah, you know, I, I would just say, you know, just, just stay with your normal routine. You know, it's, it's two weeks, which is really rare for, you know, a football team to prepare for a team for two weeks. You know, I mean, usually only have one week, you know, all the time. So, um, you know, it's kind of a, you know, kind of an interesting dynamic from that aspect, game planning wise, but, you know, I would just say just stick with the routine. You know, obviously you want to go in and, and uh, you know, just think that you're playing the team this weekend and prepare like it and practice like it. and You know, just keep putting your best foot forward, you know, so that you can, uh, you know, the, do the best you can to, you know, just get ready for the game. Chris Maragos from the Philadelphia Eagles joining us on Unpacking It. 
And, and of course, the, the big storyline with the Eagles, which in, in many ways is surprising because here's a 13-3 and three team, number one team in the NFC, home field advantage, yep. yet, yet you guys have been the underdog. So, so what has your kind of thought process and, and perspective been just in kind of seeing the team embrace that label and, and just the fact that you guys have been considered underdogs? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, people just thought that just because Carson Wentz goes down, it, you don't have a good team around him. And uh, you know, obviously, Carson's a tremendous player and a huge, you know, reason why we are as good as we are this year. But you know, we have so many great players around it, and uh, you know, really is uh, you know something that gives us the opportunity to go and compete every game. And so, you know, for us, you know, we just always felt that you know, no matter what happens, uh, you know, we can compete with anybody, and we're going to keep moving forward and. Our season is not lost because we lost him, which, you know, obviously we'd love to have him, but, you know, we know that's just the unfortunate circumstances. So, um, you know, guys are confident going into, you know, these games, and obviously you see, you know, how well our team has played and, and how well we're doing. Well, was it one of those things like when Wentz went down, and, and to go along with other injuries, and which we're going to get into your kind of situation as well, but did the team, was that something that the coaches had to continue to, to hammer home, or was this team so solidified that it was just kind of understood, yeah, we're good, like we're, we're fine, this team's solid. What was kind of that dynamic like just as, as guys were getting injured and, and going on IR? Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you hate to lose anybody, but you understand that's part of the game. You know, we, we signed up and played this game and, you know, understand the risks that are involved and, you know, the possibilities that could happen, you know, as a player. And so, um, but, you know, as a team, I think, you know, it, it just speaks volumes to why this team has been so good because we have been able to work through so much adversity. So, you know, everybody's counting us out and having us as underdogs, but I'm like, dude, we've been overcoming adversity all year long. <laughs> you, know, you can't, you can't count out a team that, that does that or people who do that, you know, they're, they're going to find ways to do things and win and, and get through it. So uh, that's what our guys have been able to do. And it's been really fun to watch. Yeah, no, it's been, even as a, a fan watching from the outside, it's been, it's been cool and inspiring for sure. Well, as you even look back at the season too, just from a, uh, a winning standpoint and, and understanding because you've won a Super Bowl, at what point did you think, okay, this team is a Super Bowl caliber team, and then did that waver at any point, or have you kind of fought that throughout uh, the season, and, and maybe what was that turning point where you realized that? Well, you know, I think the process to, you know, to get to this point starts all the way back in April. Yeah. You know, we, we always felt really confident in, you know, the players that we had and the personnel and the coaching and things like that, the scheme. So, you know, we always felt like we could do it. And, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, we, you know, we're able to just kind of continue to put the pieces together and mold it together as the season went on. So, you know, I think, you know, as, as a competitor, as an athlete, you always feel like you're the best. You always feel like your team's the best. And so, you know, we expect to be in these positions, but at the same time, it's still unexpected, you know, because, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, you expect to be the best and you expect to play the best for sure. And even as you compare the the Seattle team that you were a part of that, that won a Super Bowl, are there similarities, differences that, that just kind of translate to a Super Bowl caliber team? And, and what are some of those things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really strong defenses. I mean, you look at our defense here, the past five games, we've given up 10 points. Uh, you know, same thing in Seattle. We had one of the best defenses, you know, in NFL history, a top five or 10 in NFL history. And so, um, you know, you look at those similarities. Obviously, you look at the run game, offensive line. You know, in Seattle, we had a great one that year. And, and uh, this year, we do too as well. And so, you know, you just look at those types of things, playing good defense, running the ball. You know, obviously, you've got to have a great quarterback that can, 
throw it and, and players all around. But, um, you know, that's really the, the success that I see, you know, from both teams when I was on Seattle and, and this team as well. Absolutely. Chris Maragos, our guest right now on Unpacking It, safety, special teams ace for the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and Chris, we, we got to talk about just kind of your, your story from, from this season. Uh, you went on injured reserve in October with, with a knee injury. So, so first off, how are you feeling and, and how has the, the healing process been going for you? Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a slow recovery process. It's a nine to 12-month injury, but, um, you know, it's something that I'm feeling really good. I'm about two and a half months out right now, and my knee's starting to feel really, really great. It's getting strong. You know, my rehab's going really well. I had a schedule. So, uh, you know, all of those are really positive, and I feel really grateful and thankful to to be, uh, you know, in this position and, and uh, you know, to, to be getting my health back. And so, you know, just trying to put my best foot forward every day and just get ready for next season. Yeah, well, so that that's kind of the the personal perspective, and then at the same time, your your team keeps on winning. They're going to the Super Bowl. Yep. You, you're a part of things, and you're on the sideline. And I, I saw you on TV uh, on Sunday on, on the sideline cheering on your guys and, and and being a part of it. But but take us into what that that's like being on injured reserve and being connected yet disconnected, a part of it yet not a part of it. What what, what is that like, and and how is, how has that experience been for you? Yeah, it's different just because, you know, when you're, you know, when you've been playing your whole life, you know, you're you're on the sidelines, you're in the thick of it, you're physically out there with your teammates and, and the guys on your team and things like that. So uh, so it's really different when it comes to that aspect of it. But uh, um, but it's been a blessing this year, you know what I mean? You know, I just look at the role God has me in and, and where he's placed me, and, you know, I just feel like he hasn't made any mistakes by, you know, the situation that I've been placed in, you know, this is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly the role that I need to be playing for my team. You know, although I'd like to be out there playing, that's just, that's just the way he's had it. And, uh, you know, I just got to continue to trust that process. Well, and, and what has that role looked like and, and how has that kind of maybe leadership role taken over and just being there for the guys having that support role? Yeah. You know, I think you just try to pour in the guys. I think spiritually you just try to, you know, show them, the highs and the lows, you know, I think, uh, you know, guys really see Jesus in your life a lot more when you talk about your struggles and how he's helping you through it, you know, rather than just saying everything's all great, and God's good and which he is, but, you know, really, really able to, you know, give guys the opportunity to dive into your life and, and to see for what it is and things like that. And, you know, also too, for me with guys, you know, just looking at the opportunity to, to lead guys and, and to show them the way, you know, I mean, if I can't be out there physically, I can help them out mentally and, and, um, you know, that's kind of a way for me to be out on the field and, you know, contribute. So, um, so that's, that's why I look at it and it's been, been good for sure. Chris Maragos, our guest right now on unpacking it from the Philadelphia Eagles. And, and just for, for you personally, how has your, your faith grown and, and what have been some of the, the, the challenging elements that you've kind of worked through as you faced this injury and, and going through this season? Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're getting stretched and pulled and, and a lot of, you know, different ways, you know, to, to be molded and, and, and how God's forming me, you know, at this time. And, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. You know, I think as an athlete, you're so used to doing things on your own and, and uh, you know, you're really good at problem solving and figuring things out. You're making checks and adjustments at half times and, you know, all throughout your career, you're always, you know, trying to find ways to continue to evolve your game and things like that. So um, it's been a, a good time for me to just rest in who God is and, and in, in his strength and not my own strength. And, you know, he's really drawing me closer, you know, on, to, on an intimate level with him, you know, as I, you know, work through the injury and, 
you know, the difficulties of it and, uh, you know, but he's, he's seen me through it and it's been a, a great process. I'm, I'm thankful for it. That's for sure. Oh, that that's neat. And, and I was even thinking just, you know, you've been pouring into these guys and, and the, the, the ones that are still active and, and playing, have you also felt like the, the brotherhood has, has been key for, for you where they've been supportive of you while you're going through the injury? How has how that dynamic been? Oh, no, it's been great. I mean, I feel like they've been giving more to me than what I've been giving to them. Wow. And, uh, that, that's been the, the biggest blessing of it all. And, you know, we got, you know, a couple of my buddies who are on IR and, you know, they're constantly giving me verses and they're speaking life into me and they're continuing to, uh, you know, uplift me and, and encourage and those types of things. And so it's, it's really, really important to have those guys around and, and it's been really, really beneficial. And I'm really thankful that I have. And, and uh, for that, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really grateful to, to have their friendship and, you know, the brotherhood, the Lord too, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's, what's been neat too, just hearing all the stories coming out from Philadelphia, just with, with guys like you that, that are, you know, living their, their faith out, very outspoken about their faith. And, and seems like stories are constantly being written and, and spoken about. And, and so as you kind of look at, at this team and the, the makeup and, and, and some of these key leaders like yourself that, that are walking with the Lord and, and, you know, sharing it with, with fans and, and all that sort of thing. Uh, what have you kind of noticed uh, just just about that? And I even think back to your time in Seattle because it was so similar there as well when, when you guys were making your run to the Super Bowl. So I, I don't know. I just, I'm just curious just kind of some, some of your, your, your thoughts and takeaways just from both experiences and how you've seen God work just through the lives of, of outspoken players that, that, that want to talk about their faith. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, it's cool. You know, guys, obviously, you know, the Lord is the most important thing in all of our lives. and Football is a big deal, and there's a lot of other things that really are, are, are big deals too. But, you know, for us, you know, God has given us the opportunity to, to have this ability to, to play and to use it, right? And, and no matter what ability he's given to any one of us, whether it's a football player or a nurse or a doctor or, you know, a street sweeper or whatever it might be, it's he's given us something um, to steward over and he's given us something to be faithful with. And, you know, for us, you know, to say, Hey, listen, let's use whatever we have for his glory and for whatever reason. And he's given us a big platform during this time with the Super Bowl and as professional athletes. And for us, we just want to make sure that we're just being faithful and, you know, faithfulness isn't the size of, you know, the platform that he's given you. It's, it's being, you know, faithful within, um, you know, what he's given you, no mm-hmm. matter how big it is, you know? And so, so many people see success as and faithfulness, you know, in the big things that are, you know, whatever those might be. But I mean, really the Lord just looks at the heart and looks at the, the success of just being faithful with what he's given you. That's, that's really what it's measured by. And so for us, you know, we just want to be faithful with what he's given us and, and, uh, you know, use that to tell people about what's really important in our lives. Amen. I love it. Chris Maragos, safety, special teams guy with the Philadelphia Eagles, joining us here on Unpacking It as he's gearing up for a, a big Super Bowl trip, of course, playing against the uh, the New England Patriots. And and even just continuing that, that thought that you were just saying, um, I, I think the, the picture that you posted on, on Twitter where you're, you're with your family and just soaking in the moment. And, and it's, it's, again, those, those little opportunities where 
You're being you're just being a, a dad and a husband, and that's what's most important to you. Yet all around you is confetti and, and the fans going crazy, your the team's going back to the Super Bowl, all that sort of thing. And and so I, I see that's that special moment uh just from on the outside looking in and go, wow, that's special. That's really neat. But what was your takeaway from from that kind of experience with your three kids all around you and your wife? Yeah, you know, I mean it's special because they're the ones who walk with you through everything that the NFL throws at you, everything that football, everything that life throws at you. And so, you know, to have those fruitful moments, uh, you know, so many people, they just see those types of pictures and they go, oh, man, everything's perfect. Or, oh, man, look at how great that is. And, and yeah, that is true. Those are great things and those are moments that are so special. But there's a lot of tough, hard things that you work through and, and you deal with, too, along the way. And so, you know, to have your family who literally is with you all the time and is working with you and, and, uh, you know, helping you through, you know, all those moments to help you reach those pinnacles and those fruitful, successful moments like those that you see in those pictures, um, you know, to spend that with them and to have them to be a part of that is, is really the most rewarding and special thing that you could really ask for. And, and, uh, you know, I'm grateful to have them and, and, uh, you know, everything that they need for my life and, and the help that they've got me to get to that point for sure. And, and really the, the, the reality is, whether you guys had just won that game or not, that picture is is awesome. Just with what it is, it's it's you and your family together, um, and then the other stuff is kind of a, a bonus. But um, but that's uh, that's a neat that's a neat perspective from from Chris Maragos, and and so in, in speaking just about your your family, so you're you're a, you're a dad of three. How are how are things going? What's kind of the the latest with with them, and how how aware are they of of what's going on with, with the Eagles? Well, I'm losing more hair every minute of the day <laughs> with these three kids. <laughs> they um, they keep me busy, that's for sure. So I got a I got a six six year old boy, a four year old boy, and a newborn daughter. So um, so they they keep me busy. They're a lot of fun. My my two boys are all about the Eagles. They're huge football fans. Um, my oldest is like the statistician. He knows every score to every game and the matchups and everything. So um, it's fun, you know, just just having them and having the opportunity to have them, you know, be a part of this is, is really a special thing and, and, and a ton of fun. So will they be able to make the trip to uh, Minneapolis or, or what does that look like? Yep. They're going to make it. So Good. my wife actually missed it last time. She was, um, she, she had our son four days after um, we won the Super Bowl and when I was with Seattle. Oh, so, yeah. so she wasn't able to fly, uh, fly to New York from Seattle for that one. So, she uh she's really excited about going to this one because she didn't get to experience it last time. So the whole family will be with us, all three of the kids and and uh, parents and brother and you know all that stuff. So it'll be great. Oh, that's really cool. So do you know what your plans are considering you're on injured reserve? What does that kind of look like for Super Bowl week and 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 just kind of the days leading up to the big game? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. You know, obviously I'll be involved <laughs> with the team and yeah. and. Uh, you know, you know, be around and, and do whatever I can to help and to be a part of it, and you know, you know, give them as much of myself as I can. So, um, so I'll do, I'll do everything we can, you know, to to do it. And uh, you know, looking forward to, you know, just helping these guys, you know, achieve what they want to do. So, definitely, no, it's it's great. All right, so we got to talk about the the fans for a second because I've got family that that lives in Philadelphia. My dad's from Philly, and so. I'm always getting the texts and, and all the, the trash talk and everything from, from my uncles and cousins and everything. But but tell me what, what your perspective has been of the, the Eagles fans 
and and maybe what the misconceptions are for the the rest of the country that's that's wondering okay for the Super Bowl am I going to root for the Eagles ah oh, but the fans they they're so annoying or do I root for New England and of course all that all that comes with rooting for the team that that always wins so <laughs> what do you think of that yeah you know you got to root for the Eagles I mean you know we got fans that are passionate and they're hungry for a Super Bowl win and and uh, you know Philadelphia is you know the type of town they're just blue collar type people. And, um, you know, they're just very passionate people. You know, they put their heart and soul in everything that they do. And, and, uh, you know, you see that by the way they cheer for their team. And that's what gives us a lot of our strength. And, and, uh, in those times too, is, you know, having them, you know, and, uh, you know, the, the type of mentality that they, you know, bring us from, you know, the passion and commitment, you know, we as players, you know, we feed off of that and, you know, makes us just as passionate, passionate and committed as, as they are for sure. Yeah, they're they're committed. There's no question. And I I also uh, my uncle texted me that he's got buddies who have been season ticket holders for 20, 30 years, and they were saying that was the loudest the stadium had ever been. So uh, uh, on Sunday, so loud. <laughs> yeah, what was that atm- atmosphere like for you? Oh man, you know just you know to play in those big moments and those big games and those monumental tight times. I mean, it's it's so special and it's so much fun and. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's an opportunity for us to, you know, just enjoy, you know, what God's given us and, and how far he's brought us in our careers. And, and, uh, you know, you got to soak in, soak up those moments and enjoy those times. That's for sure. Yeah, no, no question. Well, well, Chris, man, we'll, we'll be watching, uh, of course, and, and pulling for, at least I'll be pulling for the Eagles and, uh, and, and I'm pulling for you to, to get back healthy. And so I wish you the best with rehab and, and all that goes into that physically, but also just mentally and spiritually and, and trust that God will continue just to, to strengthen you and, and reveal a lot to you. And so just appreciate your, your witness and, and for your willingness to, to join us here on Unpacking It today. Uh, thanks, Bryce. Appreciate it, man. It's always great talking with you. All right. Well, thanks, man. All right. Good stuff. So I guess I've admitted that I'm rooting for the, the Philadelphia Eagles. So so sorry, Patriots fans. Not that you need me to, to be on the bandwagon by any means. Uh, but I, I'm going to try to root for the Eagles. In last year's Super Bowl, I did root for New England. And I must say, rooting for them during that comeback was one of my greatest rooting experiences ever. It, it was so much fun and awesome. And, and I'll, I'll admit... There was still a part of me, even at halftime, thinking, "All right, let's see, let's see New England, let's see him do it. it. It could, it could happen. You know, it was very small, but there was still something there. You have to. It's New England. Uh, but I wasn't one of those guys like, ah, turn it off, let's go home. So all my guys stayed. We had, we had a great second half. It was crazy, and we all ended up rooting for the Patriots to to see them come back in that game. So it was a lot of fun. So it's hard for me to say that I'm not going to root for them just because of that experience. But I think it'd be pretty wild to to see Philly with Nick Foles win this thing, um, and so I'll, I'll I'll be on the bandwagon on Sunday. But I am on Chris Maragos's bandwagon and and love the conversation. And what really I think stood out to me and and something that that I just want to implement more and just kind of have this perspective is how he was talking about the brotherhood, and maybe I brought it up too, but. In a locker room, we, we know these guys, there's such a bond that they, they have. They spend so much time together. They're, they're working for this, this ultimate goal of winning a Super Bowl. And, and so there's so much that goes into that. And the environment that's created is pretty neat. But what I thought was you know, specifically uh, something that's, that's unique and interesting is 
the fact that when a guy goes on injured reserve, he's expected to be there for his teammates who are out on the field doing what he wishes he was doing, but to you know be a voice to to you know scout out what's going on, offer insight, be a part of some of the meetings, all that sort of thing. But to be along for the ride, even though inside he's really bummed, and and Chris has a great attitude and and all that. But then on the other side, for brotherhood to really work and to be a good teammate, it also takes the guy playing to be there for his buddy who's injured, who's on the sideline. So he he can't be so wrapped up in his own winning and his own success that he forgets about his buddy who's dealing with a major injury, who's dealing with the emotions and the disappointment and the difficulty of being on injured reserve, especially while your team is is making it to the Super Bowl and wanting to be a part of it. And so in both situations, it it comes to kind of a a point of not being selfish and and putting the other person in front of yourself. And and so I, I just love that when it plays out in a great way. And and so in our own lives, we have opportunities for this, you know, to, to make it personal when, you know, a buddy is going through a job loss and your job is going well, when they're going through the excitement of having a baby and either you're struggling to get pregnant or maybe you're in the, the, the heat of it all where your kids are, you know, three kids under the age of six or something like that, where it's just crazy and overwhelming and you want to be excited for your buddy who just had a baby, but you're thinking, oh, this is, this is difficult. And, and so then if you're the, the, the guy who just had the baby, you want to be supportive of the guy who's struggling and, and not you know experiencing that. And, and so I, I think it translates to other areas of life, whether it's you know marriage and somebody's excited about just getting married or somebody's maybe really struggling in marriage or, or somebody's on the, you know, the 30 years, hey, things are great, we've had a great run. Uh, and so we're celebrating that. Um, so I think we just have to be aware of not being selfish. And so whether we're the injured guy on the sideline, we can still cheer for the guys doing well on the field and the guy doing well on the field, winning, making it to the Super Bowl, being there for the guy who's struggling and, and injured and, and, and just be about the other guy. We'd love to know your feedback uh, and what you took away from the interview with Chris Maragos and, and what we were just talking about. So really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Have an awesome week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll have some more content coming the rest of the way. Uh, make sure you sign up to receive our email devotional, and, and we'll be talking Super Bowl uh, on there as well. So that's it for today. We'll talk to you next time on the Unpacking It podcast.